0: Where, this week, we are doing feuds we'd like to see with absolutely zero prep whatsoever. Joining me, as always, is the world-famous Jay Peters. Jay Peters, how are we doing? Hello, you caught me off guard.
1: I'm very good. How are you?
0: Yeah, we did that on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: kind of gathered you did that on purpose.
0: (laughs) Fair Um, play
2: to you. Fair play.
0: Yeah, sick. Got to be prepared. And Lou, you're also here.
2: How do you, Russ? How are you going? You're looking quite uh, quite old. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the club.
0: You've uh because you've come late, you've missed my present off low. Oh boy. Is it, is it an Andy Harriet
1: uh heat reveal mug that says spicy? Yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, That's exactly yeah.
1: Yeah. I got I got it off the bottom with it saying spicy and you know, can recognise <laughs> that chin anyway. There yeah, we go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I forgot to ask you what you would got yeah. here. I only asked you what you what your wife got you, didn't I yesterday? I was because usually our presents always uh to each other always make me laugh, so Series, um,
0: serious, serious. Yeah, got me. It got me a, a record player. Oh yeah, I didn't so, know that actually. Of course yeah. he did. Sorry, I forgot. So I forgot one of the, the uh, um, my mum and dad just real boringly gave me loads of money.
2: In fairness, isn't that what you asked for? Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's>,
0: <laughs> they said, "What do you want?" And I went, <laughs> I, "I don't really want out because I, I just I, it makes me sound like a right pompous and." I just buy whatever I want. So just when you've got
1: grown up money, you either save up for it or you just buy it, dirty when you need when you want it. Exactly.
0: So you um, think outside if... the box, any? Yeah. Give me some money to, to
2: spend on what I like.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, save you spending your money really. on what you like. But I'll tell you what, Ross, I got you one more thing. And it's in what? the uh, in the chat right now.
1: Oh my god, I'm so happy I've not missed this. Wait for you, Terry. Thank you. Wait for you specifically. I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued because I was sending Lou
0: some uh, cameo <laughs> people <laughs> last week. Why <laughs> am I not
1: loading? I, I haven't
0: seen it yet, but I've just I've just seen the title. <laughs> Have you listened to it, Lou?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh my god, this is one that I sent to Ross. It's uh,
1: to Lou. Sorry. All right,
2: are we all ready? Yeah. I right, say so go. Three, yeah. two, one, go. Hey Ross, it's the Drama King here, and I hear you have a very special Fantastic. day coming up. That's right. It is the big 3 oh, but let's be honest, birthdays, they're great, but they're just one day a year. And if there's anything I'm good at, it's making that kind of joy, that kind of celebration, that kind of...
1: I love his voice.
2: Holiday last a little bit longer. So for you, you get to celebrate every single day, every single week, every single month, all year long, because you need to tell your friends and your family that today is Ross Day. (laughs) Happy birthday, man. I hope it's absolutely fantastic. Genuinely incredible. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, That was was great. I love that. yeah. Yeah.
2: Queen of Hearts himself.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, I was waiting for that to come up. For Queen of I, was,
2: I know. I was. So, <laughs> I, under the address, I should put that in. I was going to put my Ross, Ross nickname, Queen of Hearts. But he did get booed off his greatest ever yeah, special experience. Crazy. So, um,
1: my first suggestion, Ross, was to Lou was the masked goat.
0: Masked goat?
1: Yeah, because he was real cheap and he looked. Do you want to see <laughs> how funny he looks?
0: A, a, a mascot, yeah. Ah. I can't I can't see that at all, Piers. What you're doing here is showing me a bright one. There we light. go.
2: That's better.
0: Yeah, there we go. The mascot. Maybe you're not taking the mic out Mexican tradition there, Piers.
2: There's only a fiver, isn't it? Um, four quid. Four quid. Four quid.
1: And then I sent in English to um, Lou. Uh, he said it's a real possibility. And then um, I also sent him a problematic person from NXT UK. Who was eight pound? Again, Weldon was steering away from that. Uh, okay, and, uh, and Ellsworth for fifteen quid. And then I did. Yeah, ask if he if ain't got any problems. He? Then, then I did ask if there was a Greg Wallace one as well after his article. Oh, after the school, all right Well, before we will to into that.
2: Greg Wallace, what a tool he is!
1: <laughs> yeah, well, what a tool. It was all on the back of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I read the follow up interview as well, Dillamell, where he's defending himself. So, is it really? Important, yeah. Is it? yeah. I should have asked you for that link actually when we were talking about
0: it last week. Uh, I, I
2: don't know if I'd be able to find it. I just found it on Twitter.
0: He's going to get a talk show on GB News and he's cancelled. Yeah. But Peter he, Morgan's leaving talk TV. Greg Wallace to go
2: up <laughs> there. He was uh, he was. I, I literally,
0: part. before we came up for this, I put on um, Inside the Factory and he came on. I was like, oh, God, he hate that guy now. I oh, know. He's a dick, isn't he? Which is a shame, because I absolutely love Masterchef.
1: Plays with his kid for an hour and a half that he didn't want, and then goes and plays some shit computer game for three hours.
0: First of all, that computer game is not shit. It's a good computer game. But <laughs> that in no way justifies him only spending 90 minutes with his child there. <laughs> then I have to go then going harm. to bed, uh, to bed okay. as early as possible to avoid his family. <laughs>
2: Also, I like how he gets to like Fabian and is nothing for like three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. goes and eats breakfast. You know, eight, like, yeah. about... just get up at
0: seven. <laughs> yeah. He big league the gym. Greg Wallace thinks he's too famous to go to a regular gym. Imagine that. Right? Yeah, 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 you turn up. Right, the gym opens at half seven. You turn up to work at seven to get everything sorted. You know, like, for fuck's sake, fucking yeah. Wallace is outside. <laughs> <again."> <laughs> <laughs> then you've got to start getting there at half six because fucking Greg Wallace is big Greg trying seven. to get in. <laughs> Demanding to be it. Like, what a ridiculous human being he is. What do you he's think a, he is? It's I a, think he's
2: well known for being a, a massive bell end, to be. Oh far. yeah, there was, if you, you follow the, the the tweets, it was, it was even worse than Silla.
1: Because there's that one there, where someone tweets him about the uh, cancer thing and doesn't put the extra G <laughs> on his name, and he just replies "Greg" with two G's. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. master twat. Yeah, that was a classic. <laughs> it
0: is. I'm surprised you went. I think Twitter beef with Peters. Probably blocked.
1: he ain't called Dave Meltzer is he sir <laughs> <laughs> or Brian Alvarez or Liverpool Football Taking
0: I'm taking them all covers. right uh, wrestling
1: I had so I had did, Klopp this... yesterday by the way because you know he celebrated yeah. after his win and only he's hard to do that and he
0: dick yeah well they invented to him
1: yeah true anyway uh, sorry
0: this this isn't footballing or Terry Peter's Twitter around <laughs> Terry Pete isn't around. It is I was going to say Terry Peter's exing around but that sounds like something I do not want to know about <laughs> <laughs>
2: Play um, cards right one
0: night. We are doing feuds. We'd like to see is the return of feuds. We'd like to see, but it's, it's gonna been a be while. Like sort of, it's going to be rapid fire feuds. Let's like see. So we, we used to do no. this it was a regular a regular segment in the show where we would have two random wrestlers, a random object, um, and a random match type, and it was up to you two to decide what the feud is, um how that object was involved, and why it's got to this type of match, and then I would decide. Who's who was the, the um We did that for a period of time. Um, you two always used to whinge so that I didn't give you enough time to prep it. <laughs> Aaron came on board, smashed you out of the water completely because he made a universe after about two weeks. <laughs> mm, yeah, he did. Um, and then we did a long-form version where I think i get you like 10 wrestlers, five match types, a load of objects, um, and that spawned Malaki <laughs> Mondays. We did with, uh... <laughs> Ah, is that the origin Maybe. of Marky Mondays? That's, That's why we yeah. was in North Korea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's Marky Mondays. Um, since descriptions had to be delayed...
2: <laughs> I was thinking of a dare. you know that it was, we've been uh, kind of, problematic. Uh, yeah, you know we could be kind of parodying Marvel with the uh, the wrestling around universe. Yeah, we have kind of run into the exact same issue, aren't we? That a major character has had to be removed, and and we read about these <laughs> yeah. two. Uh... It's problems. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. No, no,
0: it happens to all the great universes. That's so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so this time, I think we'll, we'll maybe do five. We'll see how we get on. rapid fire. You two do not know what the wrestlers are. The time is going to be until I read it out on here. Tay Peters didn't know we were doing this at all until it's 10 minutes ago. T- 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 you,
1: t- so you said, welcome <laughs> to wrestling around, which I wasn't even expecting. I thought you'd be in full <laughs> flow
0: of things, but... Um, so um, shall we shall we crack on, and I'll decide who wins at You two, uh, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do five, maybe. Are we doing so, the same rest of the ticket? Yeah, so I'm going to give you one scenario. Yeah, right yeah okay, got you. Who's better yeah, yeah. out of the two scenarios? Yeah, that's what I was just trying to work out. Sorry, um, I'm using uh, Chat GPT. Sponsor of the show. <laughs> go on, Chat GPT, and you'll wrestle around yeah. ten. Well, yeah,
2: they've got the opportunity to go as sponsors if they, if they would like to. You see one, yeah. Open invitation.
1: The only man that does it. Um, there's three right. people that do it. Jürgen Klopp, Greg Wallace, and Dave Meltzer. They're cast sponsors. <laughs> Bad, <laughs> Bad news for you. I
0: feel like the, the Mount yeah. Rushmore of people type ears <laughs> <TV> doesn't like.
2: <laughs> I'm a little fan. Oh, yeah, the one that like a lesbian.
0: Yeah, a little fan of Adam Oliver on, on Twitter. Um, right, are we ready? Yes. You two, I want you, before, right, before we start, I want you, you two to do a virtual rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Okay. Right. I didn't know to get the choice. Maybe right, ready? right, okay. just a minute.
2: Are we doing an A, B, A, B, A, B, or are we doing an A, B, B, A, B, you know, Designed. what's it? The... Um,
0: the winner decides. Bloody oh, hell, we know each round. <laughs> yeah. okay. There's
2: No okay. pressure on this, all uh, kind thoughts or whatever it is. Rock, paper, yeah. scissors. Yeah.
0: Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. So we go and oh. so it's rock, paper, scissors, shoot, and you go on the fourth. Oh, right, you say it, you go
2: yeah, then, you, right. you say it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. ready? Rock, yeah. Paper, scissors, shoot. Uh. Do it again, you two are scissoring. <laughs> scissoring, <laughs> <me>, darling. <Danny. laughs> paper, scissors, shoot. Uh. Oh, paper cover. Snow. Do you want to go first, Peters? Or do you want to go second?
1: I'll go second. Uh, and then we'll do A, B,
0: B, A. No. No, the winner decides... to each win. round. <laughs> you decide the order. The oh, winner of each one is Oh, oh my Christ. <laughs> a... I'll, I'll go second on this one. Right. Okay, then. So, um, we have Al Snow Good. and wow. friend of the show, Gangrel.
2: Right.
0: A popcorn what? kernel remover. Um, and a false count anywhere match.
2: Right.
0: It's difficult for you, Luke, because you've got 30 seconds... To, to, to decide, genuinely, this
1: was probably a, an attitude-era feud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably Starry already. Right? Yeah.
0: 30 seconds to Google it. Um, that's for everybody at a home. Popcorn kernel like...
2: remover. Very... Can I Google that to see what it looks like. Oh.
0: Google that to see what it looks like. I don't know what it is. Um, on
1: that, um, so, you know, that 500 Star Wars game on the phone, that was a popcorn kernel remover that you can
0: win. Yeah, there we go. Um, so it's Al Snow, Gangrel, popcorn kernel remover, and the Falls Count Anywhere match. But I don't know. What, okay, I, I also don't know what a popcorn kernel remover is. Didn't expect it to be that. It's basically
1: like a drill that scrapes popcorn uh, corn off the cob.
2: That's a corn not handle.
1: Yeah, because do you remember was that trend of people do putting it on an electric drill and then someone like two flew out and someone got the... No, oh, but then is it, it's, it a, it. it's
2: also a colander version. Sculpt themselves.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, it's up to you then. It's show up and you can use whichever one you fancy. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I need, basically, I need a feud uh, around that type of, of object um, leading to a match, mm-hmm. which is the false kind of new match and then I'll, I need a winner
2: as well, right. please. So we've got Gangrel is everyone?
0: Yeah, Al Snark.
2: Snow. Snow. Al Snow. Okay. Are you ready right. for
1: this to be the worst thing in the world?
2: Sir. <laughs> so, Not just from him, from me as well. <laughs> so, Gangrel, right, he's backstage. Uh, he's fanging. He's banging. And he's eating some popcorn. But obviously, he's got these fangs. The popcorn keeps getting stuck in his teeth. Because, um, yeah. like, the kennels. Um, yeah, yeah. So, he's like, God damn it, I'm, I'm fanging and, and banging and trying to hang out with Ross on, on Twitter all the time. And, it's just backstage and got all these got these big fangs and it's it's really good in that but uh they get the old kernels and stuck in my teeth. And then he's like, right, who should I uh who should I go and ask for some advice <laughs> on this? So he's looking around um and a ghost appears. <laughs> and the ghost is uh, uh junkyard dog, right? <laughs> he's like, Oh get yeah. junkyard dog here. Yeah. You should go and speak to one of the most famous wrestlers in the world, the most famous wrestler in the world, and he'll go and show you how to get that popcorn out of your teeth. Um, so he's like, Right, gonna go speak to one of the most famous wrestlers in the world. Um, so he goes to Hulk Hogan and he's like, Uh, oh, brother, 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 can, I, can you help me with this, this popcorn uh conundrum, please? And uh, Oh, goodness, I was yeah, like, "That don't work for me, brother," because he was he was trying like a a drill type candle remover. Right. <laughs> so he said, oh, "You can have this one," because it don't work for me, brother. And he's like, oh, i have tried it out," but he's like, "Actually, no. This is the wrong tool. Uh, this is factually inaccurate, and this is actually um, only for like sweet con, not for not for popcorn. It would actually invalidate the rules of the game. So I can't use that." It is um, like the <laughs> rules. <laughs> yeah, we've got it. <laughs> one of the rules, brother. Gotta continue. So. so He's like, oh, well, obviously he's not the most famous wrestler in the world that Junkyard Dog was was talking about, the ghost of, mm. of Junkyard Dog. So he goes up to, to Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> and he goes, oh, Stone Cold. And Stone Cold's like, God damn, <laughs> like, I can't believe it. What <laughs> Everyone's like, there's a hand action there. <laughs> yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. everyone. Yeah, everyone at home. I did the opera in three hands uh, for Stone Cold's like, God damn, talk me through it. Talk me through this podcast. You got yourself. And then Gangrel suddenly realizes on the the, uh, the broken school sessions. So he, so, he spends about an hour and a half going for his full career telling <laughs> stories. He said, my old traveling partner, Gangrel, we and you, we were fagging and banging down the road. In fact, I'm out of one who actually invented uh, fagging and bagging. The goes like, nah, you're out of it. So he leaves. <laughs> that Stone Cold always tries to set the credit for people's <laughs> ideas on his podcast. So see he's nobody's talking to either. This is this is ridiculous. You know, Junker dog said one of the most famous wrestlers of all time. <laughs> so he goes to The Rock. Um and The Rock says, Oh, I've got this uh it's not a like kettle remover, but it's actually that that really like semi popped con that you know some people have instead of nuts. And he's <laughs> like Rock, you think you misunderstood what we all want here? <laughs> this isn't actually what we want at all. At least I don't know if I stole it from Cody anyway. <laughs> uh, he gives that back. God damn it, who who is he talking about? And then, so Gangrel, he goes home and he flicks on Netflix and watches The Wrestlers. (laughs) And who should be on there? Introduce us, the world's most famous professional wrestler of all time, Al Snow. And he's like, Al Snow, of course it is, the world's most famous professional wrestler. As certified by Netflix on their show The Wrestlers. Mm. So he goes to Al Snow uh, (laughs) and he says, like, look, sorry I didn't come to you first. And also, I was like, well, you should have come to me first. I'm the smartest wrestler in here. I don't want to make all the money because I've got my own Al Snow popcorn Colonel Ruben. It's a calder, basically. Mm. The gang goes like, fuck this, and clocks him right in the head. And then <laughs> he goes, actually, it's WrestleMania a couple of weeks. Should we have a false canning match? And Al Snow's like, <laughs> no. We can't go there. Like, this, that's not historic enough. So they do it or all Mania, the night before WrestleMania. In two people at the Philadelphia Amory. And uh, Gangrel wins. <laughs> That's the story.
0: Yeah. That's the story. Yeah. Right. So we've got uh, Gangrel. He's getting popcorn stuck in his fangs. For some reason, the are drinking a dog. they <laughs> to Tells him it's a famous wrestling. And the famous wrestling in is Al Snorta. Why do you think Gangrel goes from first? Um, yeah. Right. I, I
2: mean really I should have met Al Snow and considered should have refused to do the job, but uh, <laughs> I didn't do that, did I can't grow yeah. one? I can grow one.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: did he did he get did he sort the kernel out? No, inconclusive. That, that's that our no. a line of drop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, god.
0: Um, and Piers, the... oh God beat that if you can. Yeah.
1: So uh it's twenty twenty four. Um Big big returns on SmackDown, Gangrel and uh, Al Snow. And uh, Gangrel goes to do the the old bloodbath one week, but Popcorn falls down instead. And he's fuming about it because, you know, it doesn't look as cool, does it? So immediately it leads him to that h- hilarious gif of Big E eating the popcorn because he's like, well, I'm putting popcorn and wrestling together. Hmm. Big E. Big E's now the SmackDown GM, by the way. Yeah, return to the ring still. <laughs> of
2: course, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but Big E says it wasn't him that dropped the popcorn. He doesn't even like the stuff. He just did that for comedic effect, the old gif. But he will help find the culprit of the popcorn drop. Um, so he does the old. It gang- becomes a Gangrel sleuth and goes around investigating everyone's food options that they're eating, see if there's any popcorn about. Um, and then one week we get an invasion from OVW. Um which leads to various promos um, after they attack Gangrel. It uh, leads to various promos of they they know who the popcorn dropper was. And it's uh, Mr. OVW himself reveals himself to be uh, the popcorn dropper. Big Al Snow. So mm. Gangrel's absolutely fuming by this. So he, to stop popcorn, he grabs a popcorn kernel remover and scalps head with it, <laughs> Just drills oh. it right into the skull. <laughs> Um, which, which Al is <laughs> obviously furious about you know, head. Um head. Which then leads to Al Snow attacking um, Gangrel each week after this with with the help of the OVW boys. Um, Big E tries to break up all the time. He's starting to get a bit sick of it because Al is now trying to scalp Gangrel. He mm. knows revenge. So it goes to WrestleMania, OVW versus WWE. Uh, Al Snow versus Gangrel with Big E as special guest referee. But for the for the popcorn title that Al Snow's invented and um loser gets in a loser gets scalped match, um which is also essentially false count anyway. And um you know it's whoever loses, whoever gets pinned, gets scalped. Oh. Gang Gangrel double scalps Al Snow. So not a, so he's now walking around with two ball patches there and he's got the old widow's peak because he wins one, two, three. After distracting Al Snow and almost choking him by filling his mouth up with popcorn so he can't breathe, Big E counts to three, scalps scalps Al Snow. and then then scalps <laughs> head again, and really just kills head. And then um, what, what, what? and and then he does the then one. he does a final bloodbath on Al Snow to end the feud.
0: Right, lots <laughs> of packed there. Does he need to the bloodbath? <laughs> fucking is a, real, in, it's is is a real issue. Other people having hair, do they? Who <laughs> Anyone having hair it seems like because you cause you're losing yours. You don't want anybody else to have it. <laughs> it's not my fault. He's got a, I took dead away dead that. a thing that can scalp. Um, violent. Uh, why? Why is a losing gets scalps match a false count anywhere match? Because basically,
1: it's for it's one M. You know, like where they say it's some sort of match. It's essentially just a false count anywhere. They just dress it up as something else. So the old taboo Tuesday match. Yeah, basically where all th- hardcore rule, hardcore match false count anywhere, and then was it an extreme rules match? No holds bad or street yeah. rules, yeah. yeah. It's, there you go. Street, yeah. it's basically fight. one of those. But then the loser gets uh, gets scalped with the popcorn kernel remover.
0: Um right, uh, in- interesting takes. Uh, one <laughs> a lot more violent than the
2: other. <laughs> <laughs> show. Yeah. But, Come on, Lou.
0: But, uh, but one had the ghosts, so it it's tough to do. Um however, I'm gonna give it to Tay Peters because Lou, you never actually said why there was a Fourth Night Home. She just said the other one. It's you know I mean, so you've got to work it in you've got to work it into
2: the story <laughs> Peter's
0: uh, came up with a, a story right so it's going to be 1-0 to say Peter so Peter's do nice. you want to go first or second again
1: I'll go second again <sighs> god, second again
2: god damn
1: <laughs> oh screw it I'll go first then this time no he's it's changing character change his mind alright change his
0: mind ok i can't change my mind yeah god damn I'm not prepared for this one <laughs> Even that hey he's uh,
2: got
0: no idea It keeps giving me all snow so I'm going to use one you uh, can do
2: else now again if you want. <laughs> I'm going to use this one.
0: So we have got the blue meanie, yeah. Dilo Brown, a cucumber slicer, and a kennel from hell March. <laughs> So that's the blue oh. meanie, Dilo Brown, <laughs> cucumber slicer, which I'm guessing is like a bit like a mandolin, um, and <laughs> kennel from hell March.
2: <laughs> Cucumber
0: slicer. Slices cucumbers. Uh, again, could have been a feud.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> a mandolin.
0: It? Essentially. It's a mandolin. Yeah. To get them thin cucumber slices. So that's Blue Meanie, D'Lo
2: Brown, Cucumber Slicer, Kennel from Hell. Lou, you are going first. Yep. yep. Alright. The uh the Blue Meanie's uh hanging about backstage as they always they always do. Um and he's he's walking his dog. Um Along, um, and then he goes around the corner walking his dog backstage, like you do because wrestlers do stuff that they shouldn't be doing backstage, backstage study. Do you know what I mean? That's how mm-hmm. skits work, and then he walks around and he just says, You're looking at the real deal now. And then, uh, dealer Brown's there uh, chopping some cucumbers, um, but and out and blooming his dog's like, Whoa, I'm excited, whoop, 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 runs into it, and uh, dealer Brown slices the dog. <laughs> the he got it. So he just starts it. And strips the dog. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no. No. I like it. So. Oh God, I got can... Do So I'll. Blue Mini's like, for fuck's sake. Like, this is really, like, really inconsiderate. Because. Right? One, my dog's dead. But two, it's just like, Finn slices the dog everywhere. Like. So Blue Mini's like, I don't know. What, I don't know what to do now. Like, I'm upset. But obviously maybe D'Lo Brown. Made a mistake. Didn't mean to didn't mean to do it right. Um so they, then that's raw finishes because it's on Raw now. Um then the next week it's in a different arena. And uh obviously the, the story continues there doesn't it? So mm. but if we follow Blue Medium, he's going through to Dealer uh, D Brown. Um just gonna just just gonna knock on the door, just say like look, <laughs> she likes my dog. Um you know, maybe you should have noticed after one slice, but no, you you did the whole dog. But let let's let bygones be bygones and and you know, move move on. Um but then obviously because it's followed on, it gets into dealer Brown's uh training rooms and there's just slices of dog over again. And it's like 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 I know this is meant to be a from last week, but you've literally had to pack a those slices of dog, move them from one area to the other and set them out in the exact same place and that's kind of just taking the piss to me, really. Um, Dealer Brown's like, "Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but it's, uh, we need to sell this somewhere, really, because this is quite a quite the blood feud that we've got going on now." And, and Blue is like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess it. I guess it is, mate." Um, but obviously, because then Blue and don't want to fight his own battle, so Stevie Richards pops up, and he slices Dealer Brown's dog. <laughs> this is what we're doing now, <laughs> and he's like, "Actually." Uh, <laughs> Your dog's dead too, <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so anyway, the fucking hell, Right. We we need to have a match now, don't we, to 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 decide this because this is like this is not, it's not good. Um. So, Bloomer is like right? I don't. I, I need to consult someone on what match type we're having. Um. So, sorry, sorry maybe I that go to one of the most famous wrestlers yeah. in the world? Um. So you goes to Stockholm, but no, dude, really, um. So he's like, right, I need to... But I don't know where to go to. And with that a ghost appears, and it's the junky haired dog. And he's like, look. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Uh, he's just sliced your dog. Your mate's just sliced his dog. Kennel from hell match, I think, is the only way I believe that you can, you can solve this. A lot of dogs involved. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're right, Junky dog. This sounds like... Because I'm really angry, obviously. other one's really angry as well now, and... The start of this story so far has been one of just pure anger and violence. I think it. So what is the kennel of kennel from Hellmatch Because it sounds so it's like oh, it's a uh, an Al Snow match. But he's, he's communicating over text um, at this point. So he puts an Al Snow match in the text, but he misses it. He misses a, a space. So the next day, um, they get to the kennel from Hellmatch and the dogs everywhere, and then the, the big show comes out. <laughs> What's what the fuck's, The big show doing here? He uh, sits on top of the cage and then Rikishi comes out and he <laughs> sits on top of the cage. And uh, they're just the both itching a bit. So they scratch on top of the cage. And uh, the junkyard dog's like, ah, oh, fucking hell, I've, I've missed the text out. I missed a letter out. <laughs> He's done an anal snow match instead of an anal snow match. So they just. You know what, man? An anal snow match. So they just let the <laughs> bum down your f- <laughs> Everywhere uh Brown Dylan Brown, <laughs> Brown. i make myself after Anyone else yeah Dylan Brown <laughs> and Blue Meanie after this match and it's just, you know it's a bit of a feud going on obviously the snow's falling everyone's having a good night you know Michael Cole's like happy holidays everyone even though it's happening at, like Easter time um but obviously they, they can annoyed at each other and they're saying like all the way through like look you've you've injured my dog this isn't good and that um and at the end JBL comes out and just fucking decks Blue Meanie and uh Dealer Brown wins.
0: <laughs> okay. Um again a lot to unpack and I'm not I'm not going to <laughs> because it's it's odd. <laughs> um we're gonna move swiftly on to, to Terry Peters. Can you beat that, Peters? Take a two 0 lead. So Blue Minnie
1: backstage and he's on a health kick. Dealer Brown brings walks into shot and he brings his portly dog. So Blue Meanie asks, "Does he want his dog to become the real deal now?" Because you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, aren't you? Um, Dealer agrees that he wants his dog to become the real deal now. So Blue Meanie feeds him some cucumber. Little does Blue Meanie know that it has a metal shard on it from the from the um, slicer. It hurts the dog but doesn't kill him, so the dog's still okay. Dealer's fuming about this, and he says, "Meanie belongs outside in hell." Um, but on and then on this, uh, sorry, and the meanie then comes out and says that he should belong outside and in hell because he made his dog portly. So so they both think each other should belong outside and in hell. So this is on an episode of Raw. Um, Raw general manager JBL comes out and he famously hates Blue meanie. So he asks, he says this needs to be settled in a kennel from hell match. But to settle it, it properly, the big dog. Roman Reigns is assigned the special guest referee. Um, in the match, um, this is for Hell in a Cell, by the way. This pay per view, the match takes place at. So Hell in a Cell rolls round. The dogs are dogs are outside the ring barking as the cage is lowered. The match gets underway and dogs are start pooing everywhere. De Brown slices the blue meanie open with the uh, the old cucumber slicer. So he knows what it feels like to to be in pain because of this because of the cucumber slicer. Dealer Brown then shoves Blue Meanie's face into the dog poo to infect him. Because, you know, sick man, isn't he? Um, and then on the back of this, Blue Meanie gets dog poo in his eyes so he can't see, it's stinging a bit. So, And then Dealer Brown gets the one, two, three. He then ties Blue Meanie to the kennel and force him to eat dog food. And the big dog then, Roman Reigns, raises Dealer Brown's. Dealer Brown's hand, who then brings his dog out, who's now well, and then lets it out as a piss on
0: uh, Blue Meanie. You two are, are weird fellas. It's the
2: way the is us. I've
0: just read what the next one is, and it's going to get weirder. Um, right, so, so, so Peter's uh, uh, no, no Dog's Died in yours, which no no a fan of. Um, however, I'm going to give the point to Lou. Yeah. Give me the scars purely for his line of. Uh, I mean, I get how you might slice the, a little bit of the
2: dog, but you you have to slice the full thing? <laughs> <laughs> to keep logic, so, aren't you? Lou, Gotta keep
0: it. Lou, logic. Yeah. Lou takes the lead. And do you want to go first or second for the next one, Lou? Uh,
2: I might go first while I'm on the streak. Oh, yeah.
0: Go first. Okay. So, can <laughs> I just say
1: on that one, I, I, my other choice for those special guest reps was Pitbull one, Gary Wolf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get the dog and then I thought, hang on, the big dog The and big dog, where, you've got to get that, That's where the, the, the dog food bit came from as well.
0: <laughs> I like all like your added extras in I do like the extra characters you both wanted. And I like the way we both yeah.
1: added JBL in because you know I expected that
0: with Blue Um Right, so we've got Gilberg no. okay. The Godfather's her train So not the Godfather, it's hers Right <laughs> <laughs> Rubber chicken and the brown and Panties match.
2: So, Gilberg, Godfather's Uh
0: Rubber chicken and the brown and Panties match.
2: Right, yeah. Okay. Um, Just to so, take the lead, Lou. So, we start off uh, the Godfather uh, is fired by WWE. Um, so, he's not in it from this point forwards He's, he just gets fired um and then the the, the whole train come out and they're all like oh what a whole train and then gilberg's music comes out and he says blah, blah. you know gilberg as he does um and he goes blah, blah. like honestly guys i think you game is unacceptable uh it's 2024 um is this what you want to be doing with your lives right i think you're doing a, a disservice to, to all the young talented female wrestlers out there um with these with these shenanigans and they say, You know what, right, Gilberg, uh you're right. Um so they all they all retire. Um from the competition. Um but then they come they come back and say, No, we're gonna be we're gonna be serious wrestlers now. Um you know, we don't want any of this nonsense anymore. Um we're just we're just here to wrestle. Um and it's a really actually it's a really uplifting uh story. Um mm. there's you know, there's little girls crying, going, Finally I'm seeing this is this is what I'm gonna, want to be in that and, and gilberg's like fuck's sake i should have done that because it's more competition for me in it like i'm gilberg i'm the worst yeah. fucking wrestler anywhere and if there's like eight <laughs> women that we would suddenly start training and do it properly they're better than me i'm I'm back to square one i <laughs> with the uh so um he goes like no no i was I was only i was only joking guys just you know carry on me in the hot train do what you want I, no gilberg you're right when you're right, you're right. you're um, you know, you, you made some really good points, but he's like, oh, fucking hell!" Like, I'm even further down the the WWE rankings now, which have just been revealed. And they're, they're revealed every Wednesday. Uh, these WWE rankings, um, and then if you if you're top of the rankings, sometimes you get a shot. Sometimes it'll just be given to some random Japanese guy. Um, but yeah, so the, he's like, oh, "I've got to climb the rankings even further now." And why am I at the bottom straight away? Like these guys haven't wrestled the match, and yet they've put me at the bottom. So you have to speak to Triple H uh, to complain about it. Um and he's like, look, Triple H, like I shouldn't have uh, you know, I've encouraged these these young women um to to take the career seriously now and they're all above me in the rankings. Uh one, I don't think that's fair, but see I'm just go back and say so triple H is like So here's the thing uh, Gilbert, uh, you're a jobber. Uh, so you can't even triple
0: H are a fact only.
2: You're not meant to win matches. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, those women are all are all better than you and I'm and I'm gonna prove it uh t- tonight. Um and he's like Gilbex like, oh fucking like eight on one handicap match. He's like, no no. Just 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 one of them, just the the Girl the Girl The the uh the Hot Trend's uh, latest member. Um So and it's gonna be a brown panties match. And he's like, Well then this is ridiculous, like I thought you were meant to be serious women's wrestlers and he goes, so here's the thing. Uh, they're serious. So Gilbert's like, right, am I the heel now? What, what's going on here? And he's like, Chuckler's like, I think you are, because you've been pretty sexist. It's like you started off, you know, like giving him mm. like good career advice, but actually you were doing it for your own games. And actually you're a sexy Get the fuck out there. So he's like, right. And a brown panties match is ridiculous. Um because I only wear trunks, so like what the fuck are they meant to stack off me? <laughs> um So he's like, huh. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we should ask a ghost. And without the ghost, the junkyard dog appears. um He's like a main character. In <laughs> and he's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. I don't know what he does. Never see them. Never see the promo Dad right down like the Um But he's like, oh, I've got some just regular clothes here. I go, not, not dog shirts. He's like, no, just a just a suit. I think that would be appropriate. So Gilbert comes out in a suit. He's corporate Gilberg now. Um... <laughs> For his, his brown panties match. He's like, I guess I put these brown panties un, under the here, right? Um, And I'm like, yeah, no, that makes, yeah, I guess that's how you do it. That's a brown panties match. So normal clothes, brown panties underneath, right? And he's like, yeah, no, it sounds good. I guess I go out there and get paid for it, at least. So whatever. Um, so he goes out, does all his, his fireworks stuff. Everyone's kind of booing now. And it's like, is this really, it's not really heelish anymore? Like, well, you know, it's a face entrance, but it's a heel. So it all brooding, mm. right? you him. Know, put the sparkins in a dickhead. Like, no one, no one cares. Yeah. Um. But then he gets, to the, he gets to the ring, and then he's like, right, Brian Panning's match, I guess I'm going to do it now. And I guess, like, for once, you know, in these stories so far that Lou's making, like, this, this, the actual match is going to take place in, in the story. not so just going to be as a match, and someone wins at the end. And everyone's like, that's <laughs> a good thing, actually. He's learned from the previous two rounds. <laughs> um, and then with that, so Triple H is like, yeah, you need to have your latest member of the whole trade. Because <laughs> he he's fat-telling, apparently, so he speaks. So Gilberts out and then he goes to a commercial break because, like, for fuck's sake, they're back 80s. I don't know what this is. You know, like, what if they're taking the piss and it's someone like Nia Jacks or Karma, someone like that. The rest of the, the whole train come out because they're serious now. They're all in like black bands and they're, they're holding torches. <laughs> and then... Dong. <laughs> dong. <laughs> and then with that, who comes out? the fucking undertaker. <laughs> but he's fully he's fully dressed. He's fully dressed. And he's like, like, what am a much fucking brown panties match for Gilbert? This will be easy. So he starts fucking him about a bit, you know, he's like, he's just absolutely hammering Gilbey, Like just left, right and center, right? The other hoes are just kind of stood there, like, oh, around there, you because know? 'cause they're like fully the undertaker is just took Japan, oh, that's what's happened there. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um they're all, they're all druids, basically, that was what was going on there. Um but he's fucking Gilbag about, and he's like, you know, he takes his tie off, um, you know, just whips it, whips it off, and throws it away, and then he whips the belt off. And then the gilbag, the sorry, grabs the belt and just whips taker with it. And so Taker goes, ooh. ooh. Oh no, no, this is good. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbag's like, look okay, at oh, I think I'm going to go away somewhere. He, he stopped fighting me. And so he whips him again. <laughs> Take a second. Oh, 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 yes. And then with that, <laughs> rips off the trousers. fishnets nets underneath. <laughs> <laughs> and goes, I am the spooky skank. <laughs> and that is the origin story of the spooky skank. <laughs> so Gilbag wins the match, but the spooky, spooky skank won the night. As a term, <laughs> right, yeah, so the terrorism,
0: Right. So we got a lot there. The, the rise and fall of Gilberg. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Um The Hoes, you know, giving up a life of Hoedham to become um, nuns, essentially. Yeah, and I'm listening, sorry. Um, <laughs> Spooky's gank, realising he's into S&M. <laughs> That's correct. And, uh, <laughs> and, and another uplifting story if it's he's 2025, it's okay to be you <laughs> exactly <laughs> sorry I got from that yeah. um, right uh, Peters, can, can you beat that um, it's going to take some doing I think that one it really is going to take some doing
1: but this is my effort so Gilberg we're backstage again because as we know every wrestling story starts with a backstage incident Gilberg approaches the Godfather wanting to join wanting to get all aboard that Tree because we all know pimping ain't easy. Um, the Godfather says the tree, train is leaving the platform and then performs the pimp drop on Gilbert through a table that I could, you know, when I'm catering tables that they always have backstage. Um, the whole train then start laughing at Gilbert and say choo choo as they go to shove the Godfather into next week. Um, next week on, on Shotgun Saturday night, because this is a proper attitude here storyline. Uh, Gilbert puts a wig on, and he's scantily dressed in underwear. He he gets he somehow gets into the uh, the locker room of the hoes and joins the hoe train that night. Not that the hoes though, question who this person is. It's one of them where they're just like oh, the Godfathers obviously found them on the streets of uh, New York, and just let <laughs> him where in. Wherever he gets his hoes from, yeah, wherever from the hoe factory. Mm. Um, um, but then on Saturday Sunday Sunday night heat, it's revealed that uh, someone has found the CCTV footage of Gilbert getting ready, putting on his scantily scantily cladded, is that the word I'm looking for? Scantily dressed, Mm. underwear, Mm. and the wig. Um, So then the Godfather starts looking for uh, Gilbert. This goes into Monday... This carries on for weeks, though, that Gilberg is then trying to get all aboard the Ho Train, and the Godfather just chases him off every time with the, with the Ho Train laughing at him. Um, but every time he does get in, they all then slap him silly. So at Backlash, the Godfather steps in. He goes and sees Commissioner Mick Foley and gets a match set for Backlash, uh, where it's Gilberg versus the entire Ho Train in a Brian Panties match, because seeing as though Gilberg wants to dress up in it so much, let's see him get stripped from him. Um, Gilbert then loses his match and strip stripped naked. The Hoes then strips their brown panties. The Godfather comes out, pimp drops Gilbert again through the announce table, the Spanish one, obviously. Uh, leads the hoe train out of Charlotte, North Carolina and says, everybody all aboard the hoe train to Knoxville, Tennessee, where Rory is, is heading the night after. Buy your tickets here. As they then zoom out of, of Gilbert, just naked on the uh, Spanish announce table. And the Hoes are going... Drain as the walk out to Carolina.
0: Um, mate, um, again, a couple of things to unpack there. Gilberg's um, naked body. <laughs> Blind, on the Spanish announce table. On an announced table. You're welcome. He's odd. Well, yeah. Um, but I'm going to be... <laughs> Yeah, he's seen enough for me, Hugo Osmentich. So I'm gonna say the comeback is complete um, because Gilbert's dignity didn't get taken from him, and there were some uplifting stories. Mm. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give it to Lou. Yes. It was oh. Two one. Oh, I, I, thought um, I was
1: winning there. But you said the it, it, there's
0: a lot, Peters, because you, you 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 Lou left me with a uh, the taste in my mouth was was ah. Oh, Oh, yeah, you know, nice uplifting, three uplifting mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, that's true. You left me with um, mm-hmm. Gilberg's naked body going to to Kane's, uh, you know, where he's Ma- maiden. Is mm-hmm. that what you call it? Where he's mayor of? Yeah, Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did I actually concerned.
1: do some some geographical research to actually see what cities were near where Raw could be in Knoxville, Tennessee, is in the next state.
0: <laughs> but I, I don't like Kane oh, yeah, actually, I've, I've, I like Kane I
1: don't like Glenn Jacobs I forgot about that bit I should so, have got... right
0: wing oh, I should job.
1: have gone to fucking Atlanta, Georgia and could have invaded WCW but triumph trying for Hope I thought
0: that one yeah so yeah so Hope or right wing nut job and naked Gilbert <laughs> Hope wins Nicky Gilbert. <laughs> it's close, but hopefully, mm-hmm. um, look—you you get to decide then if you want to go first or second.
2: Uh, I'm going to let Mister Peters go first this time. Shit, because I think he's been—I think he's been drafting his unwed. Yeah, his eyes yeah, his eyes
0: were, his <laughs> eyes were looking,
2: yeah. yeah, absolutely. I've got a notepad up.
0: Um, right then, so take Peters, you've got 30 seconds, um, and your two wrestlers are Diamond Dallas Page, yeah, and Perry Saturn. Right. A pop-up laundry hamper. Okay. And a lumberjack match. Okay. You've got 30 seconds, everybody at home. That's uh, Diamond Dallas Page, Perry Saturn, pop-up laundry hamper, and a lumberjack match. Staying away from WWE. Uh, just so the fucking junior your dog can get involved. <laughs> uh, right, off we go,
1: Peters. Right. So it's... um as we know, Perry Saturn fell into fell in love with a mop called Moppy. Mm. Uh, Moppy ended up dying, unfortunately. She she mopped too hard one day, and her shaft broke. The way she's want to go. Yeah, just going out the way that she was brought into the world, working very hard. So, DDP is still in is still stalking people, but not only is he stalking people, he's stalking things. He finds a long distance relative of Moppy. The pop-up laundry hamper, Poppy. (laughs) Nice. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Perry Saturn is obviously not happy with this. That that DDP is going after stalking relatives again, especially one of a a deceased nature, such as his the love of his life, Moppy. So Poppy is then seen in the back of DDP's car every week on Raw and SmackDown. Just, just you know, where you can just see the top of a in the in the back windscreen. Sorry, the the rear view win, rear window is the one I'm looking for. And every week Perry Satin is seen chasing after his, uh, DDP in a in a white Ford Bronco. And in, in in then the WE panned to that OJ Simpson footage that they once did for some reason. They've gone back to that. So one week DDP crashes his car Perry and steals Poppy back and takes her back to a rightful place of the utility room, just where she belongs. Again, minding her own business. DDP is then seen stalking other members of the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Household Appliance not not Appliances, but Household Things Family. So he, he finds Mikey the Microwave uh, Kim the kettle, uh, Timmy the tap, gets them all together in a room. Starts interviewing them, finding out where Poppy's location is. He doesn't. They don't. They don't spill the beans as to where Poppy is. DDP then starts stalking Perry Saturn to see if he is Poppy is with with Perry. She's not. So with that, Perry Saturn steps in and says, "Right, we're gonna we're gonna settle this once and for all. I've gone to see Shane McMahon." He set the match. He said he's sick of all this stalking going on. And me following you around, and the police are about to get involved. And if if not, Poppy was going to run you over because she did it for Shane. Um, and a lumberjack match is set where Poppy and all the family at ringside. Mm-hmm. But just before the match, the Undertaker comes down oh. with a big casket. The casket's open, and it's the broken shaft of Moppy. So. The Lumberjacks are there with with Moppy there. They're all crying. They're all shedding little tears, which have just been sprayed on because so inanimate objects. And Perry Saturn loses. So DDP then takes Moppy as well, her broken shaft, and kidnaps every unanimous, unanimous object in the back of his car, buries Perry Saturn at the same time. And Perry Saturn is never seen again.
0: A dark he, twist, you, <laughs> you know, you not he, He's dark, he, and <laughs> he's dark.
2: <laughs> oh, god, i have not twisted. Mind, about it. <laughs>
0: getting an insight. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, uh, well, uh, Lou,
2: uh, beat that then, right? Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie. To us. I tried using Chat GPT to get me on, but it was it made it really boring,
0: yeah, mate. Do you know what? I, I had the exact same thought in the middle of, in the, middle of
2: uh, the last one. I thought somebody's going to do that at some point. Yeah. it would be you. Very, <laughs> made it really boring, so I'm not going to go over it. Um, that, in that one, I just had a, a fight in a laundry cart and a belt fell out of it and decided to, to fight over it. But not <laughs> in this one. Right, so we're going backstage, but not to the backstage of the wrestling, but backstage of a small independent television studio uh, in the UK where Barry Scott uh, from Sillit Bang is there and because uh, Silit Bang are launching a, a laundry <laughs> detergent basically and they find a new spokesman because Barry Scott's like look I'm I'm doing enough the moment I'm I'm spraying stuff you know I'm dipping coins in that in, in mm-hmm. Sillit Bang but I can't be doing that for laundry detergent as well like a man can't do so much for overworking me and everyone's like yeah fair enough um so we're gonna we'll get, we'll get a we'll get a wrestler <laughs> to do to do it um for the laundry detergent. His like, ass a bit weird That I know, like, why are you a wrestler? And and the, the producer just like, look, I've got to be honest with you. I went to bed last night, um, and I was like, right, what are we gonna do about this uh silly bang laundry detergent uh situation? And a ghost appeared. Um and it was a ghost of the uh the junkyard dog. Oh uh, the
0: chances. And he, was, he was like
2: he's like woof woof, woof. <laughs> Yeah, the junkyard dog. <laughs> You should get a wrestler to do it, and he's like, "Oh, nice one." So I went, I went, I, ran, I went to ring up the junkyard dog the next day, and I was like, "Oh, of course he's a dead end. His he? his ghost appeared last night. Like, how could he be alive?" So anyway, I've got a list of wrestlers coming in. Um, in fact, but only two can actually answer the call. <clears throat> so we'll get we'll we'll get on with it. Here's the first one. But Barry Scott, you can you can wait to you know see around and see your replacements. Well, not your replacement. Your advertising, the uh, you know, buddy. <laughs> Is is going to be, um, and in, in comes first, and it's uh, Perry Sam, and they're like Perry Perry, just read the, the script. Uh, the silly bang laundry detergent uh, get your clothes clean, and everyone's like, "That's a bit of a weird slogan. It's not really going to work." Like first, he does what in the team, like silly bang. Right, we, we ain't got budget, right? You know, Will has gone bust, our sales have gone on troops, tubes. We need to, we need to get back somehow. Uh, so Perry Sam does it, and he goes. I was like, fucking, now this guy very good. Is this all we got? I'm like, yeah, I think so. And then with that, um, in like a pink cardiac, or whatever, um, Diamond Alice Page turns up um, and he's like, I was just doing a bit of uh, my own DDP yoga. Um, and I thought, actually, um, well, like a ghost appeared and said, look, you need to get to the UK. <laughs> and it was a ghost of uh, Silver Black. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. You should go across to the UK. And like, yes, that's a okay. cow. Yeah, I didn't think she sounded like that, but yeah. Right. So, anyway, he goes, he flies across, and he's last minute, and he's like, look, I was just doing my own DDP yoga. Barry Scott says, oh, fantastic. Doing a bit of yoga. And, you know, tell bit more about your yoga. And DDP goes, what? Your yoga. What? Your yoga. And it's, Barry Scott goes, your yoga. And DDP's like, what are you talking about? And um, Barry's going, oh, you DDP yoga. DDP yoga. And it tells them all about DDP yoga. And that's just what DDP does. Um, so he goes, yeah, you're going to read for this. So silly bang, like, get your clothes clean. Silly bang laundry surgeon, get your clothes clean. And he goes, yeah, right. Silly bang, get your clothes clean. Like, oh my God. This guy's amazing. Um, And it's, but you're like, fucking hell, DDP, you got the job, you're in Your new face. So silly bang laundry surgeon. This is amazing. Uh, you know, well done. Um, and he's like, Yeah, great. I was the only person for the job. I'm like, Yeah, there's only ever going to be you doing it. And Perry Sands, like, sat in the corner and he's thinking, What the fuck? Like, what's this about?
0: <laughs> I'm the only one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you missed the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going a... to lie. You were frozen after you went, Yoga. Uh, that was, <laughs> yeah. that's all right, I Right, fine. Repeat it. Right. I'm going to write this out now because the people are going to know it twice. Right. So, what happened to us was, um, the, 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 basically, they said DDP yoga, so you could actually talk about it again, because that's just what he does when he's talking about yoga. Um, but then he, he did the audition, and he was like, silly bang! Get your clothes clean. And I was like, oh, that's fucking brilliant. So they're all like, yeah, great, great DDP. You're the only person we could give it to. You're the new know, you face a silly bang laundry surgeon. Barry Scott's like, let's go and have a couple of pints. Um, and DDP's like, I don't, I don't drink, I don't think. Anyway, anyway. Um, no, I don't think I do, actually, because I, I do a server house for like AJ Robertson and that. But we can go off, like, you know, and i call it, we'll go to a nice juice bar or something. I was like, yeah, nice one, we'll go to a juice bar. But in the corner, Perry Sands, like, what, guys, what the fuck? Like, I was the only one here. I thought I was going to get it. And then Barry Scott's like, look, like, no offence, but one, we couldn't understand the word you were saying. Two, you got that massive face, like, you can't really be <laughs> the face of Silly Bang. Um, and he's like well I fucking I like the face tat I'm I'm pretty proud of it actually um, but also it is I do recognize it possibly you know limiting my career uh, outside of the, the wrestling business Um, and then someone's like yeah well is like to be honest it's limiting inside the wrestling business as well because you're like an idiot like get rid of it Um, so he's like what the fuck and I get really really annoyed and like right we're gonna have to settle this Um, in a match and but Barry Scott's like look I think it's gonna get out of hand so, I'm going to have to just, you know, get some get some friends around around the ring to just, you know, keep you in the ring because we've only got limited space in the Silly Bank Studios. Don't want it to go too too far. So, I'm going to get out and all the, all the advertising guys come out. Like, all the, so there's the Admiral <laughs> um, um, Admiral Insurance. And I was asking one of to come out first. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And the Meerkat turns up. Uh, but not the new cool. characters from the Meerkat because, like, no one gives a shit. The Pedro annoying, Yeah. The Wombat. Yeah, the fucking shit there. So I mean, even the Alexander, I'm not a fan of to be honest, personally. Um, then the, uh, the 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 PG Tips monkey turns up, but the old chimpanzees as well turn up as well, not just the new little monkey, like the old chimpanzees from the 90s. Mm. The ones who have, you know, like the, the, chip, the chip, chimpanzees. So they're just, they're in oh. the market. Um The are there's a few a few more. Uh, Michael Winner comes out. <laughs> dead? i am be sure. I thought, like, thought he was dead. That's like, <laughs> So I was like Michael Luzo, right? Because he's dead. Um, but like no, that's that's tight. So he, just, he comes out. at <laughs> Bob Monkhouse, He was in an advert when he was dead. That was the whole point of it, How'd you keep green up dead people? <laughs> I, I can't I don't I haven't Telly in a while. Um <laughs> a few more come out. So there's Coco the Monkey, like they're all out there. <laughs> they're all you know, they're in it. Um because Coco and everyone's like, you need to watch that Coco the Monkey because he actually fixed the final of the Jungle World Cup uh, one year. Um mm. By giving one of the teams uh, Coco pops and not the other, and I was like, "Yeah, you better get out." So he leaves. Um, he's, he's he's replaced He's been playing Bunny, and he's he's not in trouble He's all right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, they're all they're all scrapping, and I don't know why because it's a lumberjack match that's not would So they're all outside the ring; they're not scrapping. It's fine because the kick cocker the the out now, who is a cause of consternation. Gary Linacre, he's there I'm flicking flicking walkers. Um, I went um, crew mode when you said Gary. No, Wh- Whale and Lick is that. It's a family show. It's a family <laughs> show. And Anyway, they have the match, um, DDP and the other fella, uh, Perry Saturn. Um, and it's <laughs> a lumberjack match. And everyone's like, DDP is like, you know, Whale and I was like, we want DDP to win because he's the face. But over time, like, DDP is getting a bit arrogant. He's like, it was only ever going to be me. Instead, it's a real, like, you know, Bloodline cinematic match now. DDP's mm. like in his face. Like, Perry, Perry Saturn, like, you were never going to be you and your stupid face tat. It's just ridiculous. Like, you're never going to win. And and then suddenly, um, because they've realized that, you know, we've not actually tested this many laundry. So they get a a pop up laundry thing out. Like, thank God you got that out right at the end because that could have been disastrous, couldn't it? If you didn't use the pop up laundry ham for (laughs) all (laughs) of (laughs) it? So (laughs) they come out. I need some clothes to clean clothes in there. And I was like, yeah, hey, it does work, right, Carry on the match then. Right, so, but everyone's like, yeah, so everyone's happy they've seen the pop-up laundry hamper now in the room. And everyone's like, yeah, we've seen it, acknowledged it, it's part of the story. Nice one. So they carry <laughs> on as normal um with that. And it's the match. And, and DDP is like really getting in your face. And Barry Scott's like, DDP, you gotta stop. You can you can end this match now. You won't just pin him. And he's like, I'm not gonna pin him until he gives up. Pathetic. And he's like, he's not giving up at all. Um and Barry Scott's like, right, time out, time out, ref. And then he gets very sad in the corner and he's like very like that we you know we want a DDP, but honestly, if you win this match, you're the new face of Silicon Laundry Detergent. Um and he gets a towel out, dabs his face, but the towel's wet. Uh, <laughs> Sean Mooney <laughs> it's, it's out there. <laughs> Sean Mooney just winks at the camera. That's Sean Mooney's table. He's like in the lot, the pop up like winking. <laughs> the, t- the towel's taken out. The towel's wet though. Is it still got a bit of detergent on it? But he dabs his face. He goes, Come on. And with that, the face tag gets removed by the silly bang. <laughs> and Parry sounds like, Fucking hell, I think I've got my life back. I think I've- this is it. He's like, Get out there and win this match. Um, and then with that, uh, Solo Sokoa thumbs him in the neck. DDP wins. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, again, a lot to unpack there. I appreciate the cameo from Sean Mooney. Yeah, um, although I feel like you got too hung up on silly back <laughs> rather than the public
2: laundry hand fair. was in there? Sean Mooney was in. Um,
0: and for that reason, and definitely not because I want to make it 2-2 and make some mistakes in <laughs> the last one, <laughs> the win is going to go to the darkest man in the room, uh, Terry Peters. <laughs> so this is The Decider. I've got one more and to space things up I've got two objects this time The hell oh
2: Yeah, have, have you got to use them you've got I to use just, them both, yeah uh, uh, well. uh, Hulk Hogan oh for fuck's
0: sake <laughs> uh, this so you can use any iteration of Hulk Hogan that you want alright okay uh, I meant Hollywood uh, <laughs> WWR quite old school can we use that uh, rock
1: can we use Dwayne Dwayne Johnson shaped Hogan
0: no damn that would be the rock wouldn't it yeah. you no know, you can use it you won't win <laughs> um, so we've got Hulk Hogan uh, Disco Inferno for oh,
2: fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> um, we have our first object is a roll of flex tape if you don't know what flex tape is it's the you know where that someone stabs like a big jug of water and he slaps it on and it uh-huh. stops the water yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> flex tape second one is a cardboard cut out of Neil Buchanan <laughs> right. of, of, of our Attack fame. yeah. Um, and the match type is a, a ladder match with a twist chairs suspended above the ring <laughs> guess, okay. how do you win do you just, there's a ladder match and there are chairs suspended above the ring right, <laughs> okay. so we've got yeah. Hulk Hogan this is going fair now a roll of flex tape Cardboard cut out of Neil Buchanan, uh, and a ladder match with a twist. Chair suspended above the ring. Um, Peters, I forgot to ask if you wanted to go first or second. So I'm to you no.
1: Luke could go
2: first. Luke
0: can go first. Hello, uh, you, you've had you feel like you've had enough time. You think you can, get, you can bat straight on?
2: Yeah, uh, we'll give it a go. Ask us. We don't want any dead air, do we? Yeah. So off we go then. Off <laughs> the dead air in the, in the middle of the story. Um, I don't mind it's down. So we'll see how it goes. So we've
0: got Hulk Hogan. Yep. Disco Inferno,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a roll of flex tape, yeah. A cardboard out, a life-size cardboard cutout of Neil Buchanan
2: mm-hmm.
0: of Art attack fame, and ladder match with a twist. Chairs suspended above the ring.
2: Right. Okay. Um. So, we're no, we're not backstage. We're in the ring. Oh. Yeah, that's right. We're doing it. We're doing it differently today. <laughs> Disco inferno is like, Disco, Disco Inferno. Um He's in a ring. And he says, Right, I'm sick. I need an opportunity. Uh I'm sick of doing my podcast with with Conan and can the other fella. Um it's not working for me anymore. Um I'm I wanna I want an opportunity in the WWE. <laughs> um and he's like and I know no one's gonna give me one. Um but I just I just want one so much. And, and and Triple H comes out and it goes, you know, he's it's, it's, it's in his suit because it's Paul Triple H Levesque, and it's like, uh, you know, Disco Inferno, like what the fuck? Like it's it's 2024, Like, We're, we're actually doing pretty well at the moment. Mm. We don't need some fucking old, nice, <laughs> WCW wrestler. It won't even go to the time. And they're get out! Uh, <laughs> and it's like, and Disco Inferno like tries to start a chant like Disco, but no one, no one joins in. It's, like, it's it's pathetic, right? It's embarrassing, right? So Disco and Fenner goes, on and he's like, oh, that was my final chance. We're gonna to have to go back and do this fucking podcast with with Conan. Um so Tuesday morning goes into the podcast studio uh with, with Conan and and Conan's like, hey, you fucking strawberry you see fucking Raw last night, you see the fucking idiot. And and Disco Infanot's like, look, Conan, that was me. I just can't do this podcast anymore. Um you know, I, I need needed the opportunity to be vegan to to really prove myself, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, I was like, you fucking stupid strawberry is just going on and on and on, and and disco and fan. I was like, just withdrawing himself from a situation, and he's just suddenly looks up and he, and he daydreams, and just, he's like, I'll do something. Um, so he goes back and it's right, turns it up a roll next week, because uh, for some reason just nothing happens on down in my universe. <laughs> All of them are, um. And he's like, look guys, I uh goes a ring. Like, I a one opportunity. Um what were the two objects again? We've got Flex thousands of uh life size crowd, new
0: bootcan. Yeah, life size okay. <laughs> New uh, already. Um, Near bootcannon, life size
2: Yeah. Um and he's like, Look, like, like guys, I gotta you know, I'm, I'm I'll put, someone can have a, a ladder match with me. Um just you know. And everyone and they say because I just want just an opportunity, and Triple H comes out again. It's, like, it's kind of annoying now. One, you keep getting through security on live TV. <laughs> that's how bad, right? That that's not what it's meant to be. But two, like you know, you, you can't have a ladder match. Like what are you you're gonna, what are you even gonna put on the line? Like you've got nothing, right? This going to are pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Um, and he goes, well, I could. I've got a life size, you know, cow, cow and, and Neil Buchanan. So you put you hoist it up to the to the ring to the top of the ring and it's like, why would you get that from it's like oh, someone bought me if like a, a joke present and, and maybe I'll open it on a Twitch stream um, <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous it's like well that's a bit stupid isn't it? you still got it you've kept it like three years later why it's like it's just in my spare room I forgot about it it's not a big deal right um, <laughs> like it's just there some people turn it around when they sleep in that room but some people could just call up <laughs> but the fact is there and I said like, well you know what I'm not about just get, just, just gonna find just just get out right it's just it's just not working so it's like right. Fine. So he leaves again. And uh, uh, Triple H is, is going backstage and it's, it's in, in Florida and he speaks to Hogan. And he goes, Hogan, can you fucking believe that guy? Like, what's he doing? Like, you knew him in WCW, is he always like this? And it's like, oh, well, what you going to do, bro? He's going to use an opportunity. we got to, maybe we got to give him up. And Triple H goes, well, you know, maybe, maybe I was a bit harsh on him. Maybe, maybe he does this, have an opportunity. And, and Hogan goes, look, I love him. I love I love Mesh. You know, my old friend, Disco, my old, end of my old buddy. And uh, and more importantly, he's got all the characteristics I like in a man. Triple uh, H goes, steady on, and, and you leave that conversation there. And then <laughs> so, so it, moves, it moves on. And, but, but obviously, Disco and I want to wear this conversation. So Disco I was like, right, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to show them all. So he goes to Conan and goes, Conan, I'm fucking sick of this. Two weeks in a row, I've been embarrassed and Raw. Can't do anything, you know. And Connor's like, oh, I'm fucking sure we don't really care. So that's good fun. He goes, well, whatever. This good is not going to help me. So he goes um, and he, you know, this little prayer before bedtime and says, look, if there's anyone out there, give me a sign. And with that, the ghost appears. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. It's the fucking junkyard dog. <laughs> Once again. And he appears and he goes, look, I've got this flakes tape. Maybe you could do something with that. But, you know, they're not going to see. Just make sure the cats see are, right? If no one's, if you're not on there, no discount on party. So Disco's like, yeah, you're right. So he goes down Sunday night before the match. Gets a flex tape, tapes all the chairs to the roof. Goes right. <laughs> there's going to be no audience as far as I'm concerned. Because if you know, if there's no seats, the cat goes, cat go there, can they? So Triple H arrives on Monday and he goes, I'm oh, feeling pretty good about tonight. You know, we're going to give Disco a chance. Like I felt bad. Hogan's got to have a little match with him. Maybe you can even do that ladder match he talked about. And then he gets he gets to the the arena looks out and goes, oh, "I'm sure they're ready." And Charles Robinson's in there, referee Charles Robinson, because he he sets to the ring and does this stuff. Mm. And he goes, "Yeah, we're gonna, gonna fucking." And there's no chairs anywhere. It's like, what do you mean? There's no chairs? Like, there's just no fucking chairs. Like, someone's taken all the chairs in the venue. Like, we're not gonna be able to roll Raw tonight. Raw's cancelled. Um, you know, it's gonna be Disco Inferno's big break and Triple H is like. He looks up, and he goes. They got an uh, interesting roof here. It looks all like all like uh, chairs. He goes, "Ah, oh, it's just it's weird though." And it we can't get anywhere. I have to cancel Raw. Uh, Disco's big. Disco's big. His big break is a uh, is over. Um, so he Disco turns up and Hogan turns up and is is you know he's going to a Raw, but there's no one there. Right? There's no one because all the chairs are on the roof. Like no one can sit down. So I have to cancel Raw. And Hogan's like, look, look, you know, brother, um, it was going to be me and you in a ladder match tonight. You, you know, with your, your cut out of of Neil Buchanan on the line because that's all you had. Mm-hmm. Pretty pathetic, but I thought I'd, I'd do you a favor. Uh, but we've had to cancel Raw, um, you know, because there's no one in, and this fan has got it, obviously. At this is going to be a big break. I was going to get back on telly, um, but. Wh- and Hogan said, like, look let's just have the match anyway Right, just me and you so they have the little match Hogan obviously goes over because he always does um, and then Triple H just pops out and says well you're both massive piece of shit and that's why it's not Sally. telly
0: <laughs> Wait, there we go not the ending I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we got there uh, right Terry Peters uh, to win Can you can you beat that so Neil Neil
1: Buchanan is famously in a band called Master. He starts playing you know what sorry? famously yeah everyone knows it. Yeah. I know someone that played a gig with him said so he's oh. a big dick. Um so
0: Oh, I have Neil Buchanan slander there. Yeah. That's not a way to win.
1: Hang on, you want to add my story. Yeah? <laughs> I said Neil Neil Buchanan's band plays out Hulk Hogan to the ring. Disco Inferno is not happy with this. He's sick of this thing. It's horrendous. So he slaps some fexy tape over Neil Buchanan's mouth and gives him a concerto. He slaps him that hard that he's gone to the... slaps him to the floor and then gives him a concerto. Hogan runs back up the ring and chases off Disco and further. Brother, you're going to regret that. Brother, brother, brother. Hulk Hogan, for the next few weeks... Um, sorry, at, sorry, but that was the worst
0: Hulk Hogan impression I've ever had in my life.
1: <laughs> Don't um, care. Uh, <laughs> Nit- at Nitro and Thunder, just, um starts setting up booby traps just cardboard cutouts of Neil Buchanan everywhere just to get into Disco Inferno's head as if Neil Buchanan is watching him. But they're all booby traps. So every time that Disco Inferno attacks him, something hurts him. This next week at Nitro, Disco Inferno sees one. He's now cottoned on that there's always a booby trap. So he grabs the ladder, searches above this cardboard cutout of Neil Buchanan, finds a chair and he cries like the little bitch that he is to Bischoff that he could have been killed by the chair. Um, So, Bischoff is now sick of Hulk Hogan trying to get into Disco Inferno's head. He sets the match for Fall Brawl, where it's a ladder match, but with chairs suspended above the ring. Because if that's what Hulk was going to do to him, if he can give it, he can also take it, brother. Neil Buchanan returns from that devastating concerto and sings Hulk Hogan out to the ring. The match gets underway. It's absolutely stinking out the building because, you know, it's Hulk Hogan, Disco Inferno in a ladder match with a chair suspended above the ring, minus five stars written all over it until Disco Inferno is hit with a chair by Neil Buchanan. He's done a run in, getting one over on him. He puts Disco Inferno out cold. He then tapes him to the mat using the flexi tape. Hogan then climbs the ladder, grabs another chair. Performs another concerto, and everyone's favorite Randy Anderson counts the one, two, three. But there's one final booby trap. A Neil Buchanan cardboard cutout falls from the sky onto Disco Inferno as we fade to black.
0: Is he, is he all right?
1: It's <laughs> what you have to tune in and find out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's, he's getting well, close the the heck, the heck. Um, he's dark. He's sure dark, mm. isn't he? Um, I, so the lot of actually ends by a pinfall.
1: Well, yeah, because the so chairs that are there. So it's not so because if you, on the, if you go on the games, you go on the games, there's only chairs suspended above the ring. You don't have to. This one, you don't have to win by grabbing the chair because
0: there's plenty of them. Just right. Just... Um, I, I mean, this is tough. Uh, I, I I liked how Sir Peter's used the the objects uh, all the way through. You know, you know, the main parts of the of the show. Uh, Randy Anderson getting a mention—that was good. Yeah, um, was good there, I Didn't yeah. enjoy the Neil Buchanan slander. I—I didn't. That wasn't part of my story. If <laughs> you brought it up, and no? I was sorry, didn't appreciate it. No, I apologize. <laughs> Neil Buchanan is a girl. <laughs>
2: Thank you. it's Too late now.
0: Um, yeah, it, lose I, I enjoyed. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the build-up. However, I thought the ending was very flat. <laughs> I've enjoyed. Um, well, the book—not uh, bad, dear so. <laughs> 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 yeah
1: I've enjoyed uh, Junkyard Dog being involved in everything. <laughs>
0: um despite me switching to WCW to get rid of Junkyard Dog, <laughs> he's still there. Um, I've enjoyed both, and, and it's a it's a good effort. And halfway through, I thought, should I just mock the week this and, and not not do a real like winner? You know what I mean? I've, I've got this this format from mock the Week, um, I, I don't know. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it up to the wrestling around public. Um, get in touch with us and tell us the winner who you thought was the winner 2-2 is it Terry Peters is it Lou Um, so basically it's it's all on Phil (laughs) yeah yes (laughs) Does Phil (laughs) prepare get in touch with us Phil what's our
1: our email address uh, Uh, uh,
0: restonaroundoutlook.com
1: yeah Yeah.
2: do you remember the time that uh, Peters slagged off Phil's driving so he crashed his car. <laughs> it's just a manuscript. Yeah. Mm. Uh
0: so I mean you fighting for his his affections. Um Peters and Phil have Twitter chats all the time. We do. Yeah. Uh, well you, you used to live with Phil, so it, mm. it's it's up there, isn't it? It yeah. could be anyone. Um but it's it's down to the wrestling around listeners. That's what I've done. I've, I've absolutely copped out of this. because You I don't have want to it. pick a winner. Yeah, pathetic, really. <laughs> I'll let it to everybody else. So join us next time and we'll, we'll tell you the winner. Yeah, but that was a few just like to see. Return to the series. Um, it's my I made the series up, so I, I, I quite enjoy it, uh, mainly because I just get to sit and listen and, and pick a winner. Yeah, let's get I'll let everybody else pick a winner. <laughs> mm. Um. But, right, uh, Terry Peters, um, where, can we, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at BellNation everywhere. I can. If you see an angry comment on X, um, it's normally him. <laughs> yeah, I <it's laughs> see loads of people piling on somebody at the bottom of the pile. It's normally our own Terry Peters. Uh, Lou, where can we find you, uh, apart from the top of that pile?
2: Yeah, you can find me uh, at the, at the Like, if, if there is a known troll I'll be sure to point him out. <laughs> um, you can probably find me in Dave in, uh, Mills' mentions because I'm still there uh, yeah <laughs> defender um, of, the dev. Voice
0: of the voiceless, mm. voice of the voiceless we'll call you that's it um, right uh, you can find me at the same you can find us all at rest around or at Rest around follow us on social media get in touch with us somewhere and let us know the winner of this clash of the titans who's the winner of feuds we'd like to see is 2024 is it Tate Peter's or is it low? Um, you know, do you both want to do like a, a, a case to, or to to say who you think you know plead your case, but like on on strictly where they stand there and they do the phone
2: thing. No, I mean I I but, run the the Twitter account and the and the email account. I so yeah, I feel a yeah. bit confident. <laughs> 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 Have
0: you got any rebuttal? Have <laughs> I got what, Sam? Any any rebuttal to?
1: Uh Lou. Stop the count.
2: Stop the count.
1: <laughs> stop the fix. count. I I I declare a fix. Yeah, yeah If
2: you, if you take an hour if you take a second take out of that, that's my motto for stopping Terry Peters. Christ. So. We'll, uh... <laughs> 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 uh, right, uh Terry
0: Peters, thanks for joining us. <laughs> nope, thank you for having me, mate. Uh Lou, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to vote and join us next week for another episode of Wrestling Around.